Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to bump, it's time to thump, it's time to bludge. The best of bludging on the blind side. One of the biggest races of Queen Elizabeth's stakes, won by Think It Over. And this is a a daring ride by Natural Willa, Mm -hmm. who... uh, thought that the better going would be out wide, so about the 200 metres from the winning post, he haired off on Think It Over to the outside fence and won by a few lengths or a couple wow. of lengths. That, that, that's knowing your course, isn't it? It is. He'd walked yep. the course, He'd obviously the course. spoken to people who knew how the drainage worked on yes. you know, the new Ramwick surface and so on. And it was, so it was, Well, that's a brilliant win. It was. It was uh, the race of the century, provided mm. the ride of the century and also gave race goers the shock of the century as the forgotten horse in the field. Yeah, right. You often say that, the yep. bet on the forgotten horse. Yep. Uh, think it over won the uh, race. Now, it was a bit of a, you know, cause for controversy connected right. with the race. Yes. I'm not going to forget that when he said this is Rurilla coming back to scale for a long time. You get it right like that and the horse does uh, what he knew he could do. It might be my biggest win. However, he won't forget it for another reason. In his desperation to leave the all the stars, and there were a lot of big-name horses running in this race. In his wake, Rurilla broke the whip rule by striking Think It Over eight times before the 100-metre mark mm. and 20 times in total. So if I do the maths right, he, from the 100-metre mark in the last 100 metres, mm. he uh, banged it 12 times. Right. The stewards suspended Rurilla for two weeks mm. and issued the two weeks, I might add, starts after today, I think. Good. Uh, two weeks and, um, you know, issued a... 40,000 penalty. A $40,000 fine. Mm. One of the biggest fines for excessive whip use. Wow. But let's face it, uh, it was a fraction of what he earned for the ride because oh, okay. it was a very rich race. Yeah, right. right. He said afterwards to win a, win the, on that horse for the trainer Parker mm. and the owners was one of my best moments in racing. I'm very disappointed that I broke the whip rule because I'm very respectful of them. I just think it was a, a very big penalty and will appeal the size of it, which he subsequently did. Did he? Mm. And they knocked 10 grand off it. I think he's down to 30 grand. Right, now. okay, yes. Now, the difficulty is here, I'm very disappointed that I broke the whip rules because I'm respectful of them. Yeah. Now, when it goes on, mm. uh, Rurilla said, think it over, well, Rurilla lauded for a tactical masterpiece that saw think it over, get out outside fence, etc. He had outmaneuvered his rival by finding the best going, etc. He had to wait until it got to the 200 metre mark before he drew the rip, whip and hit think it over eight times uh, before the 100 metres and three more than permitted at a total of 20 times all over. It's understood the New South Wales Jockey Association will support Warilla in his appeal against the penalty. Right. A representative told the Herald that it, uh, its members believe in the whip rules but often feel penalties were too severe. Yeah. I suppose a lot of murderers feel that as well. <clears throat> yeah. Now the fine. So he was three over. He three over. So he was essentially fined ten thousand per bash. Bash. Uh, that's an interesting question. Mm. An interesting question. The fine was more than a third of Warilla's winnings percentage. Uh, winning percentage and two weeks obviously could cost him another twenty five thousand in rides, especially if he can't go to, to yeah. the carnival. Yeah. Now the stewards, Mark Van Estel. Gestel said there'd be, to be had to be a deterrent for beaching the rip rule, particularly in the biggest races. The stewards panel reviewed the final 200 metres before issuing <laughs> correct weight to see whether it would lodge a protest against Think It Over being declared the winner because of the whip. Ah. Yes. It's hard to see a reason to uphold a protest given half a length back to the second horse. We ca- cannot see a breach of the rules uh, like that in such a big race. It was clear breach and had to be penalised. 
we cannot see a breach meeting. They can't. People yeah. can't break the law willy-nilly. Yeah. Willis' record of having two previous whip offences in feature races in past six months added to the premium of his penalty. Oh, okay. Now, he, so he's so he's got a, he's got a record. He has. He's been fine. Yeah, and yet he's yet he believes in it. Well, I don't. He get believes this in at all. the rules. I don't get this at all. As I've There's said, an inconsistency so, in his evidence, isn't there? There is, my lad. Yes. There is, my lad. Okay. Now, do you know... He's a serial... Well... Can we use the word serial? Yeah. A, no. a, a recidivist. Recidivist, thank you. He's been fined 20000 given a week's suspension uh, when... Oh, it's down to 20000 now? No, no, no. Separate, separate incident. Oh, separate incident. Eduardo, oh. this is in so the So he Everest. was two over last time. Yeah. That's the, the, the 20000 Mm-hmm. Okay. And was fined 2000 last week when runner-up on Commando Hunt in the country championship. Now... What I don't get, he's aware of the rules, respects the rules, but he, he can't help himself but break them. Mm. Now, how many criminals would get off yeah. if that was the case? I put it to you mm. that the stewards should have protested the win. Yes. On principle alone. Yes. We're never going to stand Well, you've this. got to ask yourself, would think it over have won had he not been bashed that extra three times? Well, this is the thing. That's that, the thing. I know. We're never going to know, <laughs> are we? We could ask the horse. I mean, is Thinking Over a bludger or not? I mean, does he respond to the whip? Do we know much about Thinking Over? We know a lot about Thinking Over. And, in <laughs> fact, as it said here, yeah. the forgotten horse. The forgotten horse. He hadn't what, been... forgotten because he doesn't get bashed much or what? <laughs> See, the difficulty is the principle is what I've got to get The principle, here. yes. I, have we got these rules to make racing... Well, look, if it's up to Volandis, isn't it? He's the boss of racing. <clears throat> He's the boss of racing. Volandis... Hasn't Volandis got to put out an edict and says, all right... If your horse is struck more than the allowable number of times, that horse is disqualified. Exactly, that's what I mean. That's it's got to be clear. That's got to like be that. clear. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to go on and on and on until the end of well, time. Well, you know what's going to happen. The connections are going to say to the jockey, "Oh, hit him as much as you like. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll cover. It. We'll cover you. Yeah, yeah, we'll cover you. I don't care if you get fined money two hundred and fifty thousand. No, we'll cover it. Just, just get in there first. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I see no. <clears throat> I see no possible. Well, all right. Well, no let's, possible let's, okay, excuses. Okay, so the, no so, excuses. All no. right. So, 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 so the race is overturned. The horse that came second, if it was hit, you know, just the right amount of time, it wins. Yeah. So you punish that way. Yeah. And the connections are warned off for six months. That's better. <laughs> now I like the way you're thinking. But when's it, when are we going to get to it? And and at the same time. Well, he's got to get serious. Philander's got to get serious. Philander's has to get serious. And say, all right, enough is enough. Mm. No more hitting horses more than you're allowed. See, there would be some conversation. What don't you understand about that, jockey? <laughs> See, there would be some people who say, well, that's too many times already. Yeah, they would. I mean, I'm... I, I, and you can argue that. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And if a land is listening, he might say, yeah, you're right. Oh, well. I, I, okay, you're only allowed to hit it... Twice. Yeah, twice. Now, that's one thing. Yeah. Put that on pause for a minute. Sure. And, and then they'll be saying, oh, can we use bigger whips? <laughs> <laughs> now, this story we've sat on for a little while because we didn't have a – basically because of COVID. Oh, yeah. But Racing Victoria says it's given up trying to get into schools to promote their sport to kids. Given up? Why? Well, <laughs> Giles Thompson, the boss, mm-hmm. uh, says he pointed to wokeism amongst parents is the reason for why schools reject racing. Can I put it to you that these two stories, Natural Willow and Think It Over, and this story are connected? Uh-huh. Because whatever rules they say yeah. in racing, don't spare close examination. Right. You can't hit the horse. Oh, well, you can, etc. So yeah. no wonder parents get upset. Anyway, yeah. in a na- see, 
their idea is normalising the bet. And that's Verlandes' whole rave is to normalise, make the punt normal. Yeah. You know, you just go everywhere you punt. You know, how can you have not have fun? But you've got to punt. You've got to get your mates. You've got to get to the Neds level. All that yeah. sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. All that sort yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. You know, this is the TAB, sorry, Racing Victoria, in announcing a record half-yearly turnover, figures on, you know, between July 1st and December 30th, Thompson said he was confident Racing had engaged the 20-somethings and the 30-somethings who were still filling race tracks and punting on the sport. Now, you can see where they're going. Mm. The big problem is teenagers and 12-year-olds. Yep. So he admitted the industry had little luck in trying to get into schools to promote all things good about racing. (laughs) Yes. I just leave that there and (laughs) let others worry about that. Mm. Saying 95% of schools had knocked back Racing Victoria initiatives. Oh. What, the schools don't want them there? They don't, such as free educational incursions. Incursions? (laughs) Incursions? <laughs> what? Anyway, three educational visits to schools from wait for it horses or jockeys or, you know, visits the racetracks. It only takes one parent to object to the headmaster or headmistress oh, that yeah. you're encouraging kids to gamble and uh, that'll shut it down. Yep. When we could deliver education programs, it was wildly successful, but we couldn't get into schools. 95% of schools would say, we're not interested, and you'd say, why not? And they'd say, parents won't put up with it. You describe it as wokeism, if you like. It only takes one parent to put a kibosh uh, when 50 parents might be for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So anyway, but Thompson said racing challenge uh, when it came to engaging children wasn't just gambling related. Oh, what a blow. Yeah, yeah. You need to have a really sharp focus on what you're doing in the school. Now, you and I have argued and tossed this around for years. Yeah. You have taken Rooting King to many schools. Yep. Kids love it when they see the king coming. They see the flight. Their little faces light up, HG. I know. I I mean, kids love horses. And? They do. They relate to horses. Yeah. They they just love it. The power of the horse, all of that. And, you know, honestly, if you see a a horse with a jockey wearing his or her silks, Mm -hmm. go into the quadrangle of a school during during assembly. Yeah. I mean, the applause breaks out. The kids love it. They can't believe how small adults can be. Yes. And then the other thing was Fractious Bruce yeah. and Weed Woodus would often go with the king. Yeah. They do all sorts of tricks. Tricks, yeah. You know, get him to count. Yeah. Jumping through a wall, <laughs> flaming wall of cardboard, all that sort of stuff. That's right. They love that. They love that. And every now and again, you know, you, you get a, you know, a kid to come up and sit on the horse and hit it just to see what it feels like. Did, and then his... you, you would usually leave by uh, giving a, handing out TAB tickets to the kids to fill out and, uh, you know. That, that memories. Coming back the next week to see how, they got... how much they'd won. Well, yeah, memories. And it's amazing how often the, some of the kids did it. Some kids uh, just have that They're knack. Tinny. They're tinny. They've got it, yeah. They've got it. Now, they, they've got that instinctive, they, they, they can... Pick a winner just by looking at it. You know, I wish I had that skill, but some of these kids have got it. And it's a great shame to me, and I've said this to Peter Volandis, that these kids aren't encouraged to do it professionally. You know, to leave school <laughs> that, early. That there's a course. Leave school early that if they've got If they've got, a pathway, if a got that instinctive skill and make a fortune by the time they're 11. <laughs> they're set up for life. Now... You know, I get the feeling, I mean, it's a long time since I've had anything to do with educational authorities and edu- what's going on in schools, apart yeah. from sporting things, often sure. eludes me. Yeah. But I tell you what would help would be if there was some way yeah. of suggesting the smuggling money. Smuggling a horse in? Yeah, smuggling a horse. That'd be great. Great. 
Yeah. What a great idea. No, I was trying to get a... What t- about giving kids a burner phone with an account on it? <laughs> so with 200 bucks? Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm. And then they can shock their parents, say, at the end of term, say, look, I've got half a million dollars. <laughs> Do you want some <laughs> of it? <laughs> now, what I've got is the idea that people think that by betting on the TAB mm. that the money goes somewhere else. You know, oh, yeah. may- maybe not too... It gets hoovered up into general revenue. All right. So, you know, it might get hoovered up and spent on ports, say a new Darwin port. Oh, yeah. Something sure. like that or the Darwin to Dubbo Canal, sure. whatever you want to do. Sure, sure, sure. Or a shooting range. Somewhere. Shooting range. Yeah. Say, say Mangarata when they're in Omeo. Yeah. Now, what I think has to happen is it has to be done under the banner mm. of what goes through the slot stays in the spot, oh. meaning that if your school is yeah. gambling, you know, say several thousand a week, yeah. that your school benefits from the turnover of that money and that just not generally willy-nilly people who have no interest in your school or education or anything like that get advantage. Yeah. Do you understand what I, I mean? I do. So I do. So if it can be proven, say, that, uh, oh, I don't know, Glebe Primary has put in 1.4 million. Yeah, they get 1.4 million or a percentage thereof to yeah. come back to the school. Go straight back to the school. See, I was shocked, you know, the other day when the numbers came out in New South Wales mm. that Ashfield, which is a very keen yeah. punting and poker oh. machine area, do yeah. the best in the world. One of the best, so. I agree. Yeah. So what happens is their money got to pay for a meandering garden in Hornsby. Now, I was oh, living. hang on. I was living. Absolutely. <laughs> Hang on. I mean, I just thought all that How hard long has this been happening? Why, this is, this is previous administration. I'm sure the current administration would be yeah. right up behind this as a wheeze. Take money from the sure. poor, spend it in suburbs that are rich. Who's the current racing minister in New South Wales? Do we know? I don't know, no. Someone's see, got to be brought to book here. See, Stuart Ayres, he's the minister Stuart of Stuart Ayres, Stuart Ayres, is yeah, it? Stuart Ayres, I think, New South Wales. I mean, could be wrong. <laughs> but... Live it, absolutely live it. A meandering garden, mm. you know. Can you tell me, H, you may not know, but is it illegal, we know it is in Victoria, but is it illegal in New South Wales for jockeys and horses to turn up at schools? Uh, I can't answer that directly, but I don't think so. Right. Meaning that if you... Unannounced? Well, Or yeah. maybe a quick phone call when you've arrived or... We're here. ...send someone you into the, to the principal's <laughs> office. There's half a dozen horses out here with jockeys. <laughs> the best of bludging on the blind side. Footy heads. The ethical obligation concept is a core value at the bludge, along with a celebration of football and the belief that many officials and players cheat. We take the rough with the smooth and swerve around the sickos, pervs and weirdos at Bludging on the Blind Side. Steve from uh, Wollongong. Um, Pete Evans, he says, is being unfairly bagged. Now, why he raises Pete Evans, it's in the context of cooking judges that we were talking about earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. We are talking about the new MasterChef judges and what a terrific job they're doing, even though they're wearing a fair amount of vanishing cream. Pete Evans, he says, is being unfairly bagged in the press this week. Have you tried his new lamp, he asks, to cure COVID-19? Now, look, I haven't, but I've heard terrific things about it. It's right up there with that um, 
that pyramid technology we were talking about earlier, HG. Well, it? look, I, I haven't tried it either, but if I could describe it as sticking a bright light in a food blender seems to be the mm-hmm. whole thing. Yep. And you stand in front of it and you get terrific, terrific boost. Is that right? Uh, energy Your wise. immune system gets boosted. The whole is that thing it, gets boosted. Your energy, right. your immune system, your intellect. Have you got to be on a paleo diet for it to work? I, I don't think so. Look, no. this comes out of a conversation last week concerning the chemist in Gosford yes. who pioneered the terps and milk Well, someone method. asked a little bit earlier, eh, she was, did, did we imagine terps was going to appear as an ingredient in MasterChef? Whoa! That would be a real challenge, wouldn't it, for our... I think that's the secret ingredient. You're absolutely right. Yeah, terps, terps and MasterChef, yeah. the final frontier. <laughs> yes. Now... It is rather, isn't it? You know, years ago... Uh, I've and, never uh, seen terps put in a recipe. Honestly, well, you know, I've cooked a few things in my time. But never have I seen in the list of ingredients, you know, four drops of terps. Or it was two teaspoons, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, well, uh, no. See, in I your think chemist t- in Man ten- Street in Gosford. Yes, Eggins was the name. Eggins, yeah. And you thought this was the only time The only Eggins associated with, with rugby, rugby league. league, yes. Now, <laughs> what happens is, is I think you had a teaspoon of milk and you didn't have it every day. No. You had it every other day. Yep. This is for the Spanish flu. Yep. If it comes back, for God's sake, remember this. Yes. That what happens is you put 10 drops of turps yeah. into the teaspoon of milk and have it every other day, and that's the cure. Wow. Okay. I, I suppose you either become an alcoholic or dead. Yeah. But then it's. But he was very much a Pete Evans of his time, wasn't he? He was. He was. He was. And let's not forget that yep. the President Trump yes. has got that hydroxychlorine, I think. Yes. The fish tank but- cleaner. And sometime malaria. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, well, aid. 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 That's right. Yes. Now, can I come back to what I was going to raise? Yeah. Was anyway. Speaking of Pete, I think Pete Manu's show finished it, filming this week. Actually, is that back too? Yeah. Soon? That's my kitchen rules. It'll be an MKR spin-off, I think. Uh huh. Now um, they're great judges. They know their food. And let's not forget well, Manu. I think the Irish bloke might be involved in it as well. I can't think of his name. Right. Mm. I must. I must have missed this. Yeah, I must yeah. have been sleeping. Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> it was on. Now, can I ask, let me get back to the yeah. thing. I've got nothing against, you know, the inventions and Pete uh, has done great things with staring at the sun for hours on end. Oh, yes. Remember, I wanted to jump back to the old days. Is that what gives him that slightly mad look? It is. It is. Because he does have that slightly mad, I mean, I don't hold it against him. No. He's obviously as sane as you and me yeah. or anyone else who comes up with a lamp that can cure the virus. I mean... You know. Go <laughs> now, look, can I ask, he does occasionally look as though he's been hit in the head with a ball. Thank you, yes. I accept that. Surprise from behind. That's right. Yes. Can I come back Which to... Which is a difficult look to master, <laughs> isn't it? I want you to look surprised from behind. I know. He's got, he was born with it. I tell you what, though, I reckon he's getting worn out by having to keep the contestants in MKR... Oh, with their noses to the grindstone sure. instead of just gossiping yep. about oh. this and that and that I don't like that person and that person yeah. doesn't know food. And oh, I thought you were going to say that he's having trouble having the contestants take him seriously. <laughs> no, as an as a, as a enforcer, yeah. yes. Yeah. Now, can I come back to, look, I have been worried about the, you know, obviously coronavirus like everyone else. Yeah. But I went back to the energy polarizer that Peter Brock oh, popularized. Yeah, this yeah. is years ago. I mean, this would be two decades yeah, ago. Yeah, easily. Least. Easily. And what it was, was poo pooed at the time, it was, too, wasn't it? It was poo pooed at the time. Yeah. As though it did nothing for fuel consumption, yeah. did nothing for wear and tear on well, your car. Well, he had empirical proof, didn't he? Or he reckoned he did. He yes, reckoned he did. We never saw it. We never saw it. No. You know, the and it was impossible, him. a bit like the pyramid, 
was a bit impossible to either prove or disprove. Well, impossible to prove, easy to disprove. <laughs> but anyway, I, I decided I'd get one out and yeah. strap it to my head and see how I went with oh, it yeah. because I had nothing to do with it. I thought with... you looked pretty bright this morning. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> did you right. sleep with the polarizer? I on? slept with the polarizer on last night. It's hard to get them, but you do find them on eBay. Right. People have collected quite a lot of them on right. the off chance that they had another use. They'll come into their own. But these lamps that Pete's got, I mean, they're going Could to be. Could you slave a, a polarizer to want a Pete's exactly. lamp? Yeah, you're talking. Sit it on a pyramid and, and stand back. Yeah, stand back and watch the explosion. After a man of the match origin clash, hobble back to the rooms, shout to the trainer. Maestro me, buddy, and listen to the soothing sounds of the best of bludging on the blind side. For more Roy and HG, search Bludge on the ABC Listen app.